Hey, this is Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss. You are listening to the Odd Dad Out podcast, and normal is not my specialty either. Beginning Odd Dad Out podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Adjano Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the really behind schedule, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at Odd Dad Out on all the social media places and at odddadoutpodcast.com. And this is a show where I ramble and rant and empty my brain for your listening pleasure, and sometimes I make fun of news stuff, and sometimes I tell you about some podcasts that I think you should listen to, and I really need to get back to that. But times, they are stressful, and I don't have a lot of time for planning episodes the way I used to, which is unfortunate. I do miss getting to do that and having getting to do the promotions for a lot of other people, and I, I do feel bad that I haven't gotten to do that in a while. But before I get into lamenting segments that I, I have lapsed in, how are you doing? Ah, man. You know how last week I was saying I was really freaking out because we were about to start school and everything was getting really crazy with the boys and we didn't know how you know, full-time, you know, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. distance learning was going to go. Well, it it went. And very quickly, we had to make some hard adjustments to how we were going to do it. Because, like I was saying last week, they are going with full lessons. All four boys have live lessons on top of live lessons scheduled throughout the day from 7.45 in the morning until 3.45 in the afternoon. And a couple of the boys do actually potentially run all the way to 4 o'clock. And this is more than a little bit annoying. We'll just say that. Because, well, it's, it's tough to keep on top of all the boys. And on top of that, again, I work overnights. So... That's when I need to sleep. At some point during that period, during the day, I need to get some sleep. I need to take a nap or do something. And I don't have that option without some assistance. So my wife and I decided, especially because the two little boys really do require consistent attention. We need to make sure they're getting logged into their classes. They're doing their lessons. They're watching the videos, and generally just staying on task. So we agreed that the two little boys would come into the office with my wife while she's working in the morning, because in the afternoon after uh, lunch break, which they actually all, very conveniently, everybody has lunch at 12, from 12 to 1230. So it's very convenient, works out. It just means I have to make more lunches. But okay. But in the afternoon after lunch, she has uh, phone calls and she's on the phone constantly all afternoon. 
But in the morning, she doesn't. She doesn't really have anything like that to worry about. So it's possible for her to get her work done while overseeing the boys. So now the two little boys are in the office with her in the morning time. The two older boys are in their study. They're, they can pretty much self-monitor. They can, you know, they, they know how to log into all of their classes. They know how to get their schedule. They know, you know, they can follow their schedule and get into what they need to do and do their assignments and all that stuff. So we've agreed to work out this sort of arrangement so that basically in the morning I get up, I help get the little boys set up in the office. I get everybody, you know, checked, made sure everybody's set up for what they need to do. Um, everyone's got breakfast, everybody's dressed, all that stuff. And come 7.30-ish, everybody's ready to go, and I can go back to bed, basically. Like, I get up temporarily, help get everybody established for the day, and I can go back to bed basically until 10, which is like my wife's first um, break. And the two little boys both have a class break at 10 o'clock. Again, like much like my wife, they actually have a very similar work schedule to my wife, which is very convenient. They both, the two little boys both have a break at 10. They both have lunch at 12 to 1230. And man, I'm recording at night's wearing on me. I'm just going to say, I don't have a drink with me tonight because I happened to get out of work early. I'm recording late, but I'm, I got out of work early, but man, I'm tired because this Despite this whole arrangement I just said, I'm still running on kind of less sleep. And you know, I'm used to taking a nap in the mid-afternoon area. Usually I was taking a nap after lunch, you know, somewhere around one, maybe take a late nap around three o'clock or something. And so I was more rested by the time I went to work. And now I'm basically sleeping, like, you know, get home and take a short nap and get up and get the boys set up for school and then take another nap. So it's like maybe two or three hours, get up maybe two hours. Cause usually I usually don't really get back to bed until about eight. So it's like eight o'clock to 10. So like maybe those two hours. So I have maybe five to six hours on a good day, which I'm again, you know, totally throwing around and throwing it in the hole right now. But I hate missing the show. I do this for you. But uh, I'm still running on less sleep, but I'm running on less sleep altogether. So like the little bit that I'm sleeping, it's all in one part rather than spread out throughout the day. So I'm much more tired when I get out of work and it, it just kind of wears on me. And it's again, it's it's just going to be something I got to get used to and the new schedule and the new routine and seeing, you know, when can I sleep? When can I? so much yawning if i have to keep cutting out yawns then i'm just gonna i'm stopping (laughs) but it's it's just been a thing you know getting used to it and we got the unfortunate email this week after their first week of class last week and i will say everything did go smooth as could be expected i mean it's it's a lot of checking their schedules and getting all the stuff, but they're getting into the routine and they're getting into the stuff. Um, Sam really like he, he's, he likes his teachers. He doesn't like watching videos though. 
and he just doesn't have the patience to sit there at an iPad for eight hours watching videos and maybe doing lessons in his book or sitting there having to play, do different uh, computer assignments and app assignments and things. He gets bored with it. He's five. It's, it's kind of the thing. And so it's been a struggle with him every day. Like once he's in his lessons, he'll, he'll do it, but he pushes back a lot. And when, you know, Zoom lessons end, he's, he's not happy about it just because he's such a chatterbox and he wants to, he's so excited to have these social interactions and, and meet other kids and interact with the teachers and all this stuff that he just wants to keep going and he wants to keep talking and, and, and having these interactions and social stuff. But then the lesson ends and he's got to go and do another thing. And then he doesn't want to stop doing that. He wants to keep going with what he's doing. And so it's kind of been a, a, a fight with him for a lot of stuff. And again, he's five. So he's still learning this whole school thing. And we got the unfortunate um, message this week that they've extended our presumed full-time distance learning until mid-October, which would be after our rescheduled vacation. So that's, it's disappointing because really after this first week of full-time distance learning, I haven't looked forward to a Friday that much since I was actually going to school. Like we got to Friday afternoon after the boys were out of class and Rihanna was off of work. And we literally just stood there in the kitchen and hugged because we're like, oh, it's Friday. Three days and no more lessons, no more class. And we're just like, oh, uh, it, 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 it wore on us. It's like last week really did wear on us. And yeah, it's, we're, it's, it's a new thing and it's getting into the routine, but fuck. Oh man. It just. It beat us up so much last week and just getting boys into routines and getting lessons and, you know, it, it wears on them because there's, you know, there were, there were some meltdowns with boys. There were absolutely, um, a lot of, I miss my friends and a lot of, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to sit there and watch this. And, and from all of them, all of them, at every one of the boys at some point last week, had some kind of a meltdown over just in general what is involved in distance learning and the the hard shift that it is from regular school and the fact that they are sitting there doing these lessons and they're at their computers and they're doing this stuff all day. And then, you know, school's over and it's time for dinner, basically, because I have to make dinner earlier. And you know, they finish up with class and there's maybe 30 minutes until dinner time. And, you know, it used to be they'd get home, they'd maybe do homework, they'd play some video games to kind of unwind. Now they may or may not have any time for video games after school because we'll, we got to roll right into dinner. And so maybe it's like, Hey, go outside and play while I'm making dinner. Or I might just say, Hey, you know what? You guys can play video games until dinner time. It may only be 30 minutes, but at least you've, you've got that. Um, today I felt bad because I had dinner ready by like four o'clock, just 
kind of plotting it. It didn't take long to make. And so one of the, like the two older or the two little boys were both done by like three 30, but the two older boys really were still in class almost until four. And so dinner was ready by the time they got out of class and they had like no time to play games. And so it was like, mm, you guys kind of got jeff. The little boys got to play. So I, I told them, it's like, after dinner, you guys can go play some games because it wasn't fair. You guys didn't get to play games. But, you know, it's just been, it's been this balancing act and it's been, you know, new normals as everything. And I don't want this to be normal and I don't want them to get used to it in that full sense because they need you know, I don't want them to, I don't want it to be so jarring when it does come time for them to be back in school because they need to be, you know, seeing their friends and, and socializing and participating and interacting with human beings and not just screens. And so I do hope they get to a certain level of normalcy where like, hey, we you know we get up, we get to our lessons. There's no meltdowns. There's no fights. There's no yelling and screaming because I don't want to do this thing. And I don't know what to do and this is hard or I don't want to sign into my lessons and all of that stuff that we have to deal with every day. Also, I compounded because the uh, Charlie and Sam both had birthdays in the last two weeks. And so that means annual checkup time. And so yesterday or Monday, we had uh, their doctor's appointments for both of them. And then Today, I had dentist appointments for all four boys. And on Monday, not a big deal. They don't have class. Today, I had to be up at like six o'clock because they all had to be at the dentist at 7.15. All four of them. So we had to get up, get everybody dressed when I didn't want to be. And then get everybody breakfast and, uh, and brush their teeth and do all the things. You get everybody loaded up to go to the dentist, knowing they were going to miss at least their first class, if not their first two classes for the day. We went ahead and had them do any like pre any videos or any work they could get ahead on to in those classes. We got them ahead yesterday, which they weren't too happy about because it meant on a day where they didn't have school. They didn't have class. They were having to do classwork. They were not happy about it. <laughs> but, you know, they got it ahead and it meant they didn't have to sit there after class was over and do more work. But there was their day off of school and they had to do more school. Uh, it's just. And just to, you know, grind in the frustration that was trying to get all four boys up to go to the dentist at seven o'clock in the morning. We get out there, we all hop in the van and my battery's dead because my van doesn't get driven unless everybody's going somewhere. And it's been 115 fucking degrees out here for like two months. The whole summer we've been in just constant, you know, heat advisories, 110 plus every day which is what's killed a lot of my garden. You know, I'm watering three times a day just to keep my plants from turning, burning to a crisp right now. Um, and some of them are doing okay. The, the cucumbers seem to be doing all right, which is funny because they really need a lot of water apparently. And 
even with all the heat, they're doing all right. We've got one good watermelon. None of the rest of them are doing all that great at this point, but we got one good watermelon, and the pumpkins seem to just be fucking indestructible. But, you know, we're watering more to fight the, the heat and all this. And it means the boys aren't getting to go out and take the trap or go out and, you know, get the mail and stuff like that because it's too damn hot for them to be out there on their bike. But, you know, we've... It's been hot as hell, and that kind of heat is not good for car batteries. And honestly, I think I'm on the end of the lifespan of that battery. Anyway, but it's, you know, been hot as hell. I haven't been using the van to keep the battery charged. And so I get out there, and the fucking battery like, completely dead. Like, I I open the car door, and the light doesn't come on, you know, shit like that. It's completely dead. And I think I've talked about this before when the last time this happened, it has happened, um, I think back in February sometime. Um, no, it was, it was earlier in the summer, but we were going to my sister's and the van had died that time too. The charger, like I ended up having to put it on the charger and do all the things and yada, 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 you know, was fine for a while, but you know, it happens. <laughs> and in this case, it happened again. It just got too damn hot, killed my battery. It, as we speak, I have my battery charger hooked up to my van just in case. It's not even like I, I need it, but I'm just like, just in case. But that also meant that when we were already stressed, scrambling and making sure everybody's ready for the dentist this morning, we get in the van and shit, everybody out, everybody out, everybody out, <laughs> get everybody crammed into the car. And Fortunately, because my wife wasn't going, because she still had to work this morning, she wasn't there. So we were able to get everybody in the car, barely, and get everybody over. But, you know, just the whole, ah, I didn't need this one other thing today. Ah. But also, since the dentist appointment was first thing in the morning, that meant that my sleeping block in the morning... (laughs) was now occupied by a dentist visit. So, it's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long day. Again, I, I did get out of work early, which was fortunate. So I could be stupid and sit down and record this instead of um, sleeping. But, like I've said, I don't like missing shows. And we're closing in on 200. I don't know if you pay attention to the show numbers, but this is episode 192. So, I've only got two months to come October, um, I'm going to be creeping up on episode 200. So that's exciting. Um, I have no clue if I'm going to do anything. I have, I, I should start planning now. If you have an idea of something I could do for episode 200, let me know. If you have an idea of something you want me to do, um, I'm terrible at planning these things. I really am. And I realized that at this point, I really need to start planning it now. Um, I think it's really hard right now to do guests um, in general. It's really hard for me to, like I said before, I'm having a hard time with general planning of anything for the show because of, you know, do stuff with the boys in school and home obligations and work and trying to do, you know, I don't have, I realized today, I actually, I'm pretty much tapped out on promos. I have access to a lot of promos. But 
I don't want to just blindly play people that I don't know the shows. I don't know the people. Um, at least I've not had any communication with them. Everybody I play are shows that I, I listen to are shows that I've had some interaction with the hosts. I know them. Um, I had to do a lot of weeding of my promos because I realized a lot of these shows had ended or changed or the promos were really outdated and like stuff like that. So I'm, I'm really like, I thinned out my stuff and then I realized I don't have a lot of shows left in my promo collections. So I need new promos. So if you do have a podcast and you want me to play your promo, send it over show at odddoutoutpodcast.com. I'd love to play your promo. Um, let me know if you want. I, I, for that matter, I need to redo one for this because the stuff I have is that's out there in the very rare occasion anybody plays it is very outdated. Um, so I need to do one too. But, you know, it's just kind of a thing. And I've, I've been listening to, I've got, I've have recommendations, but I've said in the past, I don't like, there's, there's a couple that are established shows that I want to talk about, but I also like playing clips. And these are both, a couple of them are shows that kind of like when I did Sirenicide, I avoided Sirenicide almost until that show ended because they're one of those shows that has a disclaimer and says stuff like, you know, all it basically says you cannot play or use this audio for any purpose without express written consent and all those sort of legal mumbo jumbo bullshit things. That means that technically speaking, if I were to play a clip from their show to use as an example here, they could technically sue me. And so, and mostly because like people, and it's a lot of covering your ass when you do that. It is. It's to say that if somebody's to misuse your stuff, and a lot of it's because they have original thing, like Sirenside has original music in it. Um, and so a lot of them are like, there's bigger production companies and, and, and legal ease and, you know, people that are getting paid and stuff like that behind these shows. And a lot of it's like the audio drama type stuff. Um, and so it's a lot of protecting everybody involved and making sure that nobody's stealing or misusing their stuff. But in my particular case, it means that legally speaking, I could get in trouble for playing a clip of their show to use as promotional material for their show. And it makes it difficult. And I've reached out to a couple shows that I wanted to feature. And it's like, hey, you think you guys do have a promo or something that I can play as an example to use your show? Because um, I had something I like to do. And it's just, and they were like, oh, yeah, great. And I never hear from them again. So I, I do a little bit more reaching out. And there's some people, and again, I, I've, I've said it's, it's really hard for me to do guests right now. But I do want to try and there's some people I want to talk to and I want to reach out to people. And I'm always so nervous about reaching out to people um, because I don't do a lot of guests. I don't have a ton of experience with interviews. And if you've listened to any of my interviews, I'm very just casual, whatever, chit chatty, whatever the fuck. And that's my thing. That's how I do because that's, it keeps me from being nervous to a degree. It's, it's just a conversation. I was like, I'm just going to talk to you. We're just going to chat and if we ever if we are on topic we're on topic if we're not on topic we're not on topic and if there's a topic and there's been some again there's been some some conversations with some people lately that i'm like i'd really love to get to sit down and talk to you on the show less because i want you to be on the show and more because i just want to talk to you and if i'm going to talk to you i might as well record it 
that's kind of my conversations. Um, but I don't know. Again, I don't know when, how I could do any interviews. It's why I don't put myself out there anymore. It's why I've, I'm, I've very much tucked back on all the social media. I just don't have time for it. Um, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm feeling very mopey, I guess. Not so much mopey because I'm not sad per se, but when I think about the show and wanting to do all the stuff that I had been doing, all the stuff pre COVID, um, you know, doing regular guests, doing regular segments, all the stuff that's because of current situations, I just can't do. I can't plan and record and do all the stuff for the show to the degree that I had been doing just because I don't have the time. I don't have the time and the space and the resources and all the things. And, you know, I've got, you know, right, even right now, I'm worried about finding the time when audio editing picks back up. Uh, just the one main client I have, uh, their show's on a, a season break right now. But when they come back in a um, couple of months, I'm still not 100% sure where I'm going to find the time to edit that. It's really an issue. And I've got um, a part on uh, audio drama coming up that I'll have to record for. And I'll probably have to cram that into my time in the mornings or late overnight. And that'll be miserable. But I'd rather probably rather do it in the morning. But, you know, I've got to find time to do these things. I got to make the time to, to make, make it all work. But, you know, it, it is what it is. It is, this is what I, I've chosen to do. I've chosen this entertainment form of thing. Although I don't find myself especially entertaining in episodes like this. But, I mean, at the end of the day, this is the show. The show is me being me and telling you about what's going on. And I guess, Right now, I'm, I'm, I know I'm really low energy tonight, and I'm sorry. It's really just a matter of the, the world as it is and the tired that I am. And, you know, even at work, the guys are like, you're always tired. Like, yeah, I've got four kids. <laughs> like, I've got four kids that aren't yet at an age where I can just tell them to like, all right, and put the, you know, I can't turn the TV on for them and say, okay, do whatever and take a nap. I really can't. And it'll be a few years, but still until the little boys are at an age where I can leave them alone and say, all right, I'm going to take a nap and not worry that they're going to, you know, climb the uh, pantry to get into my box of Reese's because I have a box of Reese's because I went to the grocery store and they had the Reese's pumpkins on display. And part of the display, they had left out all the boxes that are the, uh, basically there's they're not for sale, but they were presented like they were for sale. And it's the whole like industrial, the commercial case that they, they're shipped in. And they had a bunch of them pretty much looked like they were on display in the display thingy. So I grabbed one and then they go ring it up and they're like, um, this isn't uh set for sale. I'd have to ring them up individually. It's a 36 count box of Reese's pumpkins. And it was like a $40 box of fucking candy. I'm like, no, I still want it because <laughs> I know I'm going to eat it because we go through Reese's pumpkins like crazy the whole Halloween season. And we're still looking for Halloween decoration 
stuff to start coming up a little bit more. Right now, everything's still kind of in back to school mode, so they haven't really opened up the Halloween stuff. But there's Halloween candy mixed in with the school supplies. So that's where we are now. But yeah, so I've got, but you know, I've in all of my school day prep option routine stuff, you know, we've had to go back to making meal menus, like dinner menus. And I've now had to make a lunch menu for the boys so that when they come off of their uh, class for tw- uh, 12 o'clock for lunch, they don't have to waste their time making their lunch. Lunch is made. And then it's like, well, what are we going to have for lunch? And I, I've just kind of had to like, okay, well, I'm now the lunch lady. And it was already kind of that for my wife because she had her lunch at 12 and I had to make sure her lunch was ready. So now I've got to make her lunch and get all their lunch. And so I've, we've now made a dinner menu and a lunch menu. And so the boys can look at the calendar and say, today we're having corn dogs for lunch. <laughs> and they could look at that. And tonight we're having pizza or whatever, but it's on the, it's on the schedule on the wall. It's on the menu. They can see what's for lunch. They know so that I know I'm not sitting there having a fight with them. It's like, no, today's sandwiches. <laughs> it's grilled cheese day. That's what's for lunch. And I'm doing that. And it, made it, and it takes some work out of me. So I'm now a lunch lady. But I also, because my wife has her snack drawer here in the office for the little boys when they're in here and they're doing good. And she might pull out a bag of uh, fruit snacks or goldfish or hand them some M&Ms or something for doing well on a lesson. Well, I've now got a little treat bucket that I keep on my desk in the study when I'm in charge of the boys in the afternoon when I am the teacher or whatever. So when they're doing well, and I was like, here you go and throw a bag of fruit snacks or goldfish, or I have a bunch of little snack bags full of M&Ms or whatever and do that. And so, you know, ah, the, the craziness that is, you know, homeschool, distance learning, life stress, and all of that. And I'm still kind of freaking out about it. It's still stressing me out. And I'm not looking forward to doing it for two months. But I understand. And it is it is what it is. You know, this is how the boys are going to be in school. And hopefully they all settle into the routine. And the little boys are able to do their work. And it's not such a fight over whether or not they want to get up or want to sit there and they're not so restless and we'll, we'll see, but you know, it is, it's, it's, it is what we have to do to get through. And so the boys can learn something. (laughs) It is by no means the best way for them to be learning, but it's what we have right now. And so that is life. Life is full of difficult times. And difficult things happen, and it's not ideal, but you make do, and you get through it until the time is done, and then you look forward to the future, and you you know you do what you can do, right? You do what you can do to make the best of the situation that you're in. And again, I, I, I bitch and complain about a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, you can only do what you can do with what you're given. And yelling and bitching and moaning and screaming. And it's what I tell my boys when they're upset. Crying and screaming doesn't fix anything. You know, and how many tantrums they've thrown about stuff. 
I always tell them, when has crying ever gotten you what you wanted? It usually just gets you in trouble and solidifies that the thing you were upset about, you're not going to (laughs) get. When you pull the, you always say no. Well, I'm saying no now because you threw a fit about it. (laughs) I was going to give it to you, but you know, when you start screaming and yelling and throwing a fit, it suddenly becomes no because your behavior is bad. So can the world just worry about their behavior and be on their on good behavior? Nah, probably not. Uh, the world. But I'm not going to talk about the world. Everybody's talking about the world. You know what the world is. Yeah, it's big blue green brown thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not flat <laughs> unless you're watching floors lava and on floors lava the words flat um did i talk about I, i'm pretty sure i talked about us watching floors lava but I, I love that gag on that show because in the i think it's the planetarium and all the obstacles are planet related but then there's the flat earth platform it's hilarious but i'm i'm, I'm done with that because i'm tired and I need to do my things on the back end of this. And it's a shorter show because, well, it's late and I still have to sleep after I do all of the things. So don't expect fancy show notes or even the fanciest art. I don't know. I have no clue what I'm going to throw together. But I can tell you that this show is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. You can be one of them if you go to patreon.com slash out or shop.odddadoutpodcast.com and buy some cool merch stuff. I've got all these masks up there now and art prints and shoes and socks and lots of stuff. And I, 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 I want to get some stuff, some more stuff and do more stuff. But, you know, things are tight right now. So we'll see. Maybe I'll do a giveaway. I think I want to do a giveaway. Maybe give away a travel mug or something. What would you want? If, if I were to do a giveaway, if you're listening... If I were to do a giveaway of something in the shop, um, what would you want? I've got stickers and stuff that I can give you on anyway. But if you, if there was something in in the Odd Dad Out shop that you really would like to have from a giveaway, let me know. Uh, leave me a voicemail, 516-636-7631. I think that's what it is. And it's in the show notes. It's always in the show notes. Just click it. It'll actually dial for you. No, no true story. Um... Odd Dad Out on all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, show at odddadoutpodcast.com. Uh, thank you again to all my, my Patreon supporters. You guys are awesome. Heather, Chris, Derek, Lisa, Sam, and maybe you, if you are so inclined. Uh, all the things. Again, go to sh- uh, odddadoutpodcast.com. All the past episodes. All the stuff. Um, I'm tired. I'm rambling. Okay, I've been rambling for 30 minutes. But, thank you. And until next time, my oddballs. Go to the Facebook group. Thank you. And good night.